Today, I'm Laura Weber Davis. Thank you so much for joining us. We're on Mackinac Island for the Mackinac Policy Conference. And as we like to do at the end of every Mackinac Policy Conference, we sort of like to wrap up the news that was happening on the island and off sort of the gossip that we hear a lot going throughout the Grand Hotel. Joining me today to talk about that is John Truscott. He's a principal at Truscott Rossman Public Relations Firm. He's also the former press secretary for Governor John Engler. And Kelly Rossman, also a principal at Truscott Rossman and a prospective Democratic candidate for state Senate, which is Yay. very exciting. Yay! So let's start there. I mean, that's sort of been some gossip on the island a little bit. I have to say I was surprised to hear that you were interested in running for public office. You've been doing this from the other side for so long. Why make that switch or be interested in making that switch? So having watched the partisan battles in the legislature, having watched the failure to really address significant problems in our state, including infrastructure, roads, bridges, quality of water, you know, public education, healthcare, all of those issues, the ability for young people to have a path to the jobs that we need to fill in this state. So it's not just college degrees that maybe leave you stuck with all kinds of debt, but trade schools. All of those things seem to be sort of stuck in a morass of partisanship and partisan bickering. I worked in the legislature very early in my career. I know mm. how government is supposed to work, and I am committed to going back and making sure it works like that again. Well, it's, it's interesting that the day after the election when we had you both on the program, and uh, you both are very convivial with each other. You obviously started a, a business together, and you get along very well. Even that day, you guys were getting along very well. But there was a marked tension that I felt coming from you, a frustration, I should say, rather yes. than a tension. Did the, the results of the presidential election factor into at all your desire to seek office, a, a not, public office as well? You know, actually not really. I was already beginning to contemplate it, and it was more, if you were to, to say what was the sort of point where I began to think about it, it was when Senator Rick Jones, who is my state senator and actually termed out of the seat I am looking at running for, compared me to a hooker. And when he did I that nearly that. five years ago, right. the silence was deafening from the vast majority of men who serve in the legislature. And it was then that I realized that women had not much voice. There are only four women in the state Senate right now, right. and three of them are termed out. Only one of them is a Democrat, and she's termed out. So it's really a, a commitment not just to civil government, to truth, honesty, and fairness in government, but it's also to increase the gender balance in government. And no, I, I gotta tell you, nobody's better prepared to do this job than I am. Small business owner, single working mom. Well, with term it. limits also, you both understand, uh, you're, you are the institutional knowledge. You both are the type of people who really fundamentally understand Lansing and how Lansing works and how things get done, better than a lot of people who come into uh, Lansing as first-time legislators. John, when are you going to start running? Uh, I have no <laughs> plans to run, but who knows? I never thought Kelly would run either. No, and I, nor did I. I. Were I'm you just surprised? Watching her, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, but I've been watching her work the crowd. She knows everybody up here who lives in that district, and I'm sure she's already talked to them twice. Uh, yeah. it's just, <laughs> just watching her work the crowd is, is pretty amazing. And, and 
JT's been so incredibly supportive. When I sat down and said to him, I've been, I was actually approached to run and I said, I've really been thinking about it. What do you think? And he said, you'd be great at it. And um, it was that encouragement. And it, you know, both John and I, and, and a lot of us who work sort of in the beltway, we've seen the sausage being made. We right. know what a, not only what a difficult job it is, but legislators have very little respect in the public eye. And they deserve more, but the job needs to be done, and it needs to be done by smart, committed, honest, fair, fierce, and people. and with people with perspe- historical perspective. I mean, we we're really missing that. So a lot of the mistakes get made over and over. People don't remember that this issue was addressed this way 20 years ago, and so they step into things that they're just not aware of. So I just think having people around who have that knowledge, they know. What, where the landmines are is really important and would improve the process. It's also one of those things, it seemed to me when I was covering the legislature, that every time something happened, it was the first time it ever happened to many people. <laughs> and um, There's virtually very, nothing that happens in right. Lansing that hasn't happened before. And it, and it se- seems like it became very personal for many people, and it was harder to bring people back to reality for some people who had been there longer. And for me, it was happening all for the first time as well as a reporter. See, probably pretty frustrating from your perspective to sort of have to relive these conversations. Frustrating over at and times, over. comical at others, because <laughs> sometimes we can just predict what's going to happen, what, right. what the outcome will be. But it's frustrating from the standpoint of legislators who, I think, for the most part, are bright and well-meaning, and they want to do the right thing, but they just don't have the background that that they need. They don't have the relationships that they need. I was talking with somebody the other day um, because there's there's a legislator who has introduce some legislation and they have no idea where the votes are if there's gonna be co-sponsors whatever and I said opposed to years ago I one of the first representatives I ever worked for was Bill Van Regermorter who became a senator and when he did introduce something he had all the votes lined up even before the bill went in mm-hmm. and it was just the background work and the relationship and talking it through and there's nobody with those great skills anymore that really know how to get a bill from introduction all the way through it's so, just a tougher process so more reactionary than analytical is that Probably, yeah. Um, it, and it's just they don't know what they don't know, and so you know this is where long-term relationships really help. You know who you can trust, who to go to, that they're good when they give their word, and it's just there's not the time anymore to develop those good skills of legislating. Well, in fact, right now we have I think it's a dozen freshman legislators who were tapped to chair committees by the speaker. Now, mm. in in. In pre-term limit time, you had to have sat on the committee for eight or four or six, eight years. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You understood the nuances of that particular issue. Legislators really stayed with certain committees so that they could gain that expertise over time. And you really don't see anyone serving who has a, a broad or deep expertise. They have a very shallow, very narrow uh, view of a lot of issues. And in fact, we've seen legislators come in who have no understanding of the budget and the fact that there are only a, there's only a very small part of the budget you actually can uh, tinker with, manipulate, access, everything else is, is mandated for distribution. There are legislators who come in who think that roads are funded with property taxes rather than gas tax. I mean, there's just an array of ignorance and naivete 
that is deeply unfortunate. And and Lieutenant Governor Callie's call for a um, part-time legislator causes me even greater concern because it's not paired with term limits in any way. And it assumes that legislators will work for 90 days and that's it, and get paid for 90 days right. in session. But it doesn't take into account all of the work that legislators do on behalf of their constituents. Your legislator basically is your ombudsman to state government. Who's gonna do that work? Well, let, let's continue talking about this proposal that's come from the Lieutenant Governor this week. Also, Attorney General Bill Schuette, maybe to sort of uh, get, a, get in front of it a little bit, also announced recently that he would like to see a part-time legislature. Um, John, what do you make of that proposal, especially with term limits? Would it be a better proposal if it came with extending term limits so people had it more time to It certainly would. I think given the status quo now of, of term limits and a part-time, it would be even more devastating to the process than, than term limits has been. Uh, you talk about somebody having no relationship, no knowledge. If you're only in session with somebody for 90 days a year, you, there's no way you get to know them. And, and you know, we, we kind of pine about the old days where legislators of opposite parties went to their other legislators' kids' birthday parties. They went to dinner. They did things. And that doesn't exist anymore. It really doesn't exist in Washington anymore. Well, and that's it's important, harmful. too. I, yeah. I, I know that probably sounds frivolous in general. Oh, who cares if people are going to each other's kids' birthday parties? But those are important relationships that are built that affect policy. You ask any business person, you know, what makes business work? And it's having good relationships with the people that you do business with. Right. Politics and, and governing is no different. You have to have those relationships in order to make good things happen. Well, including relationships on the business side, with your competitors. We have great relationships and great respect for our competitors. In fact, one of our quote-unquote competitors just celebrated their 10th anniversary and we weren't able to attend, but we sent flowers. So to me, that respect, that collegiality, that rapport, the, um, all of that comes into play with a legislative body that has to find a way to best serve the people of Michigan. And if you're constantly bickering over partisan issues and you're not taking your constituents um, into mind and into account, you're doing something seriously wrong. And new legislators always follow their caucus leader. You know, and, and your caucus leader only represents really one district, him or herself. And is only there for a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. The, the irony that I see is a lot of people, especially Republicans, talk about the days when John Engler, my former boss, was governor. And what a great governor he was. Well, it's because he had relationships. He knew the process. If he were governor in a term-limited and part-time legislative environment, his record would have been completely different hmm. and would not have had near the success that he had in terms of getting things done. He knew how to twist arms and do things because he knew the people <laughs> and had those longtime relationships and that made it work. So well, what do you I, think, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, even though I didn't agree with the vast majority of John Engler's policies and proposals, I really view him as one of the best governors in terms of his ability to govern. He knew the state yep. constitution inside and out. He served in the House and Senate. He understood how things worked. And John's right. He would not only twist arms, 
but he was a guy who would not stab you in the back unless he was looking you in the eye and telling you exactly how long the knife was and how deep he was going to put it in. (laughs) You're listening to Detroit Today. I'm Laura Weber Davis. We'll be right back with Kelly and John after a quick break. 